Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined by Tracy Grady. Good morning. Good morning. And morning it is. It is morning. <laughs> I, You know, 8 o'clock comes real fast. <laughs> You're laying in bed looking at that clock at 7.15. Yeah. It's like... Do I get up and take a shower? Do I take the extra yeah. 15 minutes? Well, now I used to like take a shower, get all ready and stuff when our show was at 10. But now I just, um, I roll out of bed, I take a shower and I don't put any makeup on <laughs> yep, or anything. Nope. I just throw on like workout clothes because this is a workout for me. <laughs> this is a workout. Just get near at 8 o'clock just, before yeah. 8 o'clock. And right now I live and work on the same street, so I have no excuse. <laughs> but I do, uh, you know, give myself five minutes to go grab a coffee in the center of town. But um but yeah, in a few days, my uh, my little journey to work will be a little bit longer, about three minutes longer. Oh, God. <laughs> Sam has already, so for everybody who has been following me in my journey, I am purchasing a home in Halifax. And uh, Sam, Sam has already figured out that he could walk from his house with Mary to my house in 48 minutes. If you oh, walk, if you walk, <laughs> it's like one, it's like less than two miles or something. Really? Yeah. So, um, and then Sharon is oh, right yeah. in the middle of the two of us. Yep, so um, we're all going to get snowshoes. Oh, I Because they keep saying that it's going to be like a snow, like a really snowy winter or whatever. So um, we're all buying snowshoes. I've always wanted to buy snowshoes. I always wanted to try that. I've done cross country skiing, but I've never done the snowshoes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I didn't. Yes, I'm on board to getting the snowshoes and stuff, but like I definitely would want to go back home because like I can't leave Zoe home by herself, my cat. <laughs> no, <laughs> and during a do, snowstorm, put her in a harness. No, yeah, yeah, put her in a harness. But I Snow think it shoe. would be funny to like walk to Sharon's house in snowshoes, like sipping a you know a beverage. Yes, you know, <laughs> just a hot cocoa spiked a little, a little spiked hot a little cider. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There you go. a hot toddy, a hot toddy. Yeah, yep. mm, I haven't had a hot toddy in a long time. I don't yeah. even remember what's in it. Uh, usually just, I always do tea, like like 
brew some tea yeah. and then add some whiskey, like flavored whiskey, like the Tennessee honey is really okay. great in a hot yeah. toddy. Um, Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Ooh, yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee honey. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, we, yes, I, I will be purchasing snowshoes, but I, there's a lot of other things that I need to purchase beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can rent them uh, some places too. Yeah, I think so. I'd like to rent them for the season yeah. and then, yeah, get yeah. them back. <laughs> well, you uh, have been on the show several times. Several times. Several times. Yep. But it's for, <laughs> Um, but now we have an 8 o'clock time slot. You've been on a couple times since we've been on yep. at 8, but yep. um, we might have some new listeners or listeners that have forgotten your contact information or something. Uh, something I don't know. to that nature. Um, yep. Why don't you reintroduce yourselves to all of our <laughs> listeners? So my name is Tracy Grady. I am part of the Grady team. My husband and I, Jim, do real estate together anywhere here on the South Shore. Actually, we pretty much go anywhere in the state of Massachusetts. Um, you can reach me at 617-620-8484 or or at Tracy at bostonconnect.com and Jim can be reached at 617-842-4019 or Jim at bostonconnect.com. Yes. And Thus. your husband, Jim Grady. Jim Grady. Is the other half member? of my team. Yep. Yeah. The other half of my team. He's the, yeah. What's, what's our, our tagline should be Tracy makes it rain and I'm the squeegee that cleans up after her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is so well, Sharon said Sharon says that um, you know, she is like the helium balloon and I'm the string that like <laughs> crowns her like, you know. Come back down. Come here back you down. Go. Yeah. Come back down. No uh, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I I feel like you are the only person on the planet that I can do this with. <laughs> and that is host a radio show with really no topic. No, no format, no, nothing, no, no format, no format. And, but you we just kind of wing it the whole entire the whole time. time. You're literally the only person, and I love Sharon, <laughs> but I can't do it with her. Yep. I can't do it with anybody else. But like, I was even for us. Yeah, I told um, Julia yesterday, who does our agendas and stuff. I was like, "Oh, Tracy's on tomorrow. You know, we don't really have a topic. Just, just you, you don't even have to do an agenda. Nope. Just do a couple bullets, and here's a couple things that we can talk about. Yep. Like, I don't know. We'll 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 just wing it. And she's like, "Oh." Okay. Okay. And I'm you like, you don't okay. need to be stressed because I'm not stressed. Worry. We always look at the clock at the end like, I cannot believe that we just talked for an hour and had no format whatsoever. We'd just be able to ramble on and on about things, topics, not necessarily everything is real estate. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we digress. My mom just texted me, you guys could pull a word out of a hat and come up with a whole show. <laughs> That is that true. That might be an idea. We should have people put suggestions in on a on a word, and then yeah. we could do the whole show around a word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we honestly could. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Um, we are live on Facebook, so if you see us, hello, I'm hello, waiting. Facebook people, hello, Facebook. Um, so you can join on that. Yeah. o'clock as well. Yeah, all you crazy, <laughs> crazy cats. Um, we we are uh, you know live on Facebook, so if you want to join in on that discussion, whatever it may be. <laughs> We're, we're not quite sure for the yet, next forty five minutes. Yeah. But, um, you know, but but you know, you did come up with a little something. I came up um, with a little something brushing my teeth this morning. Yeah, I was like, well, brushing your teeth. Oh, I do. I do brush my teeth in the morning. I know oh, I yeah. said that I just yeah. rolled out of bed and took a shower, but I do brush my teeth. But, yeah, that's uh, um, yeah. That's the uh, the other thing is you can call into the studio. So if you really want to talk to us. <laughs> Yep. 781-837-4900. Tim is anxiously waiting for your phone call to, uh, you know, pipe you in over That's here. That's right. Send him in. 
Send them along. Send them along. You're brave enough to call in. You're a brave soul. Yeah. Um, okay. So you do have sort of a little topic you thought we thought of a little bit of time talking about buyers and sellers and what to expect when you are thinking about buying a home or selling your home. Mm. So I thought we'd start with the buy side, like when when we take on a new client or a client reaches out to us, kind of what you should expect in the process. Yeah. That was kind of my thought process. Yeah. Um, you know, when people come to us, you know, it's kind of a broad stroke when you start out because you're not quite sure where you might want to live. You know you're like in a price category. Mm -hmm. And then you start looking at homes and you start whittling down like, no, I don't like this style home or I really do like this style home or I really would like a retreat lot or I want a little more land or a little less land. Do I want to live in a condo? So you start out kind of on a broad stroke and then as you start looking, it gets smaller and smaller until we kind of hone down what you actually want to do. Yeah. So normally on our first visit, we kind of get to know each other with a new buyer and see, you know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't always work out. Uh, you you meet people and you think you're going to get along great and then it's, you know, it's not yeah. always a guarantee that you're going to love the person that yeah. you're working with. So, but so way. before they meet you, are they already pre-approved or are you sort of introducing them to a loan officer as it well? It can go both ways. Sometimes people, like real estate agents, sometimes people have a mortgage person that they've always dealt with. Or I have one in the family. You know, yeah. my uncle's a mortgage broker. My best friend's father's a mortgage broker. So, yeah. but we usually ask them if they are already pre-approved because you don't want people setting their expectations too high. Yeah. You don't want them to be thinking that they're in a $700,000 category when they're actually in like a 425 yeah. category yeah. because then, all, uh, you know, that that broad stroke comes down really quickly as to what you can and can't look at. Well, I I know this from personal experience. Is like when I first had my conversation with Jasmine about getting pre-approved, I was at a certain number, but then every single offer that I put in, so eight offers over the past year yeah. and a half. <laughs> this has been a journey. It, it <laughs> has been sort of different what my budget is because of the interest rates. And it's yep. only really because I was in constant contact with Jasmine and her team at Maritime mortgage that, you know, I I always knew, okay, this is how much I can afford for this house. But I wasn't discouraged because even though it would like fluctuate, like, Mm -hmm. okay, now like this would really be your max at like a comfortable, because she always knew that where, where I was comfort wise for payment afterwards. Yep. Um, you know, it, it sort of fluctuate throughout my eight offers of like really what I could afford because of the interest rate. Well, but yeah, I had yeah. such a great relationship yeah. and I do have a great relationship with Jasmine and her team that like I could just mortgage. be like at Maritime Mortgage. Um <laughs> and that I would just be like, Hey, X amount of dollars question mark. And she's like, Yeah. Yeah, that works. And then she's that like, works. Wow, you are learning from me. I'm like, I'm learning from the best. Oh, that's I've a, that's sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And definitely with the interest rates changing. I mean, what you could afford two years ago when the interest rates were two and three percent, you had this huge bubble of money and now everything's kind of come down to more of a realistic perspective where the interest rate is gone up. It's not astronomically high. I think people get into that false sense of the interest rate is so high and it's like I'm pretty sure we bought our house at double digits so um, you know we're still in the single digits and it's probably a more realistic interest rate than 2 or 3% which I won't go into the whole Vegas thing all over again but if you were lucky enough to hit for 2 and 3% good for you. You refinest at 2 and 3% you hit big in Vegas. Yeah. But I do feel there were maybe a few people that 
put $100,000 extra into a bid on a home because money was cheap at 2 and 3%. You gave me money to gamble in Vegas. I did. And I did. Yeah. I said, yeah. here you go. There you go. <laughs> Teresa gave me 10 bucks. Yeah. Put it on a certain number. Yeah. Let's go. I lost, yeah. but yeah, I it, was still a, it was still a good, um, you know, maybe it like started my like, this is going to be your year. This is going to be the year. And it has been your year. It's been. For sure. Yeah, I'm ending well. <laughs> the year on a very high note. Super high And note, I'm very grateful. Is, yeah. Um, it was a long yeah. year getting there. It's, <laughs> it's a total 180 in all aspects of my life from the beginning of this year. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. Had, I've had a good end it's of the year. It's been a good end of the year. Good end of it's the year. It's been a good fourth quarter for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wonderful fourth quarter for Melissa. Yep. Um, yeah, it, yep. I mean, it, it, uh, it's it, it's so important to not be frustrated with like, okay, now I can afford this, now I can afford this, now I can afford it, yep. because it's really based on the interest rates. Like it's it because they're and if you can see me on Facebook, I am waving they're my hands like this, fluctuating, like I'm hulaing. Um, you know that like they are fluctuating and just you just sort of go along for the journey. Yep, you know. But if you have a trusted real estate agent, if you have a trusted like, real estate agent, like the Grady team, like the Grady team, and all of us here at Boston Connect Real Estate, they'll ease your mind. Yep, we try and they'll find you the best house. We really you. will, and it all works out. And I know people say this, and I sometimes I really want to just you know cuff them upside the head. Jim Grady's it, watching. Oh, hey Jim. <laughs> oh, I think Taylor might be listening down Ooh, in Nashville. Down in Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, <laughs> Nashville. <laughs> Oh, we're good. We're having a great time. <laughs> I just um, knew this was going to be super fun today. We're just both having a great time today. Yeah, we are. Um, so, um, buyers, what we're talking about. Well, see, we digress and then we lose track of what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, buyers. But we're talking about new buyers. <laughs> so, we're talking about new buyers. So, when we meet our buyers for the first time, we sit down, we get to know each other a little bit. And then, yes, we obviously talk about it's really important for you to be pre approved because you really should not be going into a situation where you absolutely love a home and you want to put in an offer and then all of a sudden you're scurrying around. You really should have your ducks in a row before yeah. you. Um, and we sold a house recently that had ducks in yeah. a row. Yeah. A lot of over ducks. The, there were a lot of ducks in that. I liked yeah. that house. It was a really cute house. I really house wish it was in my ducks. budget. <laughs> <laughs> and it had beams up over the beautiful cathedral family room and they had wooden ducks. And all of a sudden, Melissa looks up and she's like, well, all their ducks are in a row. And I'm like, in a row. I'm putting that in my listing. That's going to be my tagline. This one has all its ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, but you need to be prepared when you're going into the market and looking. So what I usually do for people is, number one, your real estate agent, the first time that they meet you, should have you sign a form. It's called the Mandatory Relationships Form. Mm. It's a form that you should be signing at your first initial meeting with your real estate agent. It is not a contract, people. It is yeah, just Yeah, it says it right on there. And I highlight it for yeah. Mary and Sharon. Yep. It is not a contract. It just says that you understand that if you're speaking with the Grady team and we're talking about real estate, that you are aware that you are talking to us about real estate. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. It just says that you are not being dragged into some type of a scam that all of a sudden you find yourself signing paperwork and you now own three homes. Like no. it was down in, in like back in 2008 when people were signing for, the for right properties. Price. <laughs> yeah, for the right price, you can own three homes and you don't realize you're signing. You don't realize you're buying three homes. So that the mandatory relationship form, if your real estate agent isn't whipping it out at your first sit-down meeting, then you've got a problem. Yeah. So it's, it it's one of the big me. things here. Yeah, it amazes me the amount of times I've heard in the past, I don't know, almost nine, ten years, like, of, of clients saying, 
Oh, I don't, I've never seen that form I've before. I've never seen that form. They've yeah. sold houses before. They've bought houses yep. before. They've had realtors, which you should get, you know, multiple people through your house to, to give you an analysis. Yep. Um, you know, see who is the best fit for you. But, you know, when you are, when you walk in as an agent, you might be the third agent in right. and you're the first person to give this Just form. Thing. And they're looking at you like, nobody else made me sign this. Now you're kind of looking like they're like, are you sure yeah. this isn't a contract? And but why says, do you want us yeah, to sign says, this? Yeah, it says this is not a contract. This is a mandatory Massachusetts. You don't even have to sign. Yes, yeah. actually, you don't box, have to sign it. there is actually a box you can click off that says, "I don't want to sign this." I'm not signing. Some people don't like to sign anything until yeah. they're absolutely, and yeah. that gets it. But you have to be able to look at the form and real what it is is just saying that I am coming here to talk to you to represent you as a buyer's agent or as a seller's agent. Yeah, click that off. Here's my information. Here's Boston Connects information, and they sign. Yeah, or check the box that says, "I'm not comfortable signing anything." I'm checking the box that says I'm not signing it, but I did see the form. Yeah. That's all we need to see. Yeah. So just keep that in mind when you're out there and you're keep getting a buyer's mind. agent. Yeah. You shouldn't be out looking at properties until you yeah. sign or at least acknowledge that you've seen that form. Even if somebody comes into the office and like nobody's here, if it's just Julia and I and like the whole world has stopped, <laughs> somebody happens <laughs> to walk in, still. I'll bring one down just in case. Like, because, you know, sometimes people walk in, they want to talk to somebody right away. I am a non competing manager. I I don't search for business for myself. Um, if anything, I search for business for the company. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so if somebody were to walk in, you know, I just, yeah, I would talk to them, but I would also explain the um, the, the mandatory licensing consumer yep. relationship, whatever. Well, so that's kind of first. And then, and then you go from go there from, because yep. then I can be like, okay, well, so now we can talk. Yeah, now we can talk. Now. And, you know, and then connect you with the, the right agent. Yep, exactly. Um, because again, I'm not selling. Yeah, you're not selling. I'm not selling. You're buying. I'm a not. Yeah, I'm. I'm non-competing out there. Okay, <laughs> she's a buyer. I'm a buyer. She is a buyer. Yeah. And I think that was a uh, that was super important at, at the time of me buying too, because like I did not want my DNA on anything that like it just anything. I didn't yeah. want my DNA on anything. I was like, <laughs> nope, nope. I'm 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 a, I'm a buyer here. I'm a buyer. I'm a buyer. La, 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 I cannot la, la. hear you. I'm a buyer. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but my journey so, is over. Your journey is over. My but journey. there are new buyers out there that their journey is not over yet, and it's just starting. So, and then from there, we kind of talk. We try to narrow down communities. Um, you know, if you're not quite sure where you want to live or where you don't want to live, you know, we pick four or five communities that are your top picks and maybe a couple of surrounding towns a little further out yeah. of where you think you might want to live just yeah. because you might get a, a, a better deal a little further out. And then what I usually do is I pop them up on MLS, which is super fun if anybody is not up on MLS. Yeah. Because it becomes like your, I have more people who are like, I love getting your email in the morning with all the new properties. I sit with my <laughs> cup of coffee. I go through because it becomes now in this interactive age of, you know, the internet and everything. It's almost the buyer's responsibility. So what I always say to them is I look at and I'm, I say I, I mean Jim, looks at MLS every yeah. morning for all of our clients yeah. and goes in every morning and sees if there's something there that we think that they should look at. And then we'll pick a property and send them an email that says, hey, we think you should look at this. Mm-hmm. And more times than not, the buyer is also getting up in the morning with their cup of coffee and going through the yeah. list and they're like, I would like to see. They so should just meet Jim yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they should just meet. Really, <laughs> they, they should just meet, just meet Jim, Jim for coffee every single morning. Yeah, they should just all <laughs> sit down for coffee together and have a little conference call because they're all looking at 
with the same properties. Yeah. But and then we'll sometimes get an email or a call from our clients who are like, we'd like to see these three properties. So it's you know we're both we're we're all working together to try to get them into yeah. you know into a good property. And then we usually set up a time. And in this kind of crazy market that it is right now, where the inventory is still low, so explain this to me, the inventory is still on the low side, interest rates are still on the high side, and there are still houses going for over-ask. Yeah. And, you know, you really got to get them in as soon as you possibly can get them in. Yeah. And sometimes it's not as easy. You Like, you try to get them, they'll call you that day and like, can we see it this afternoon? And you'll call the agent and they're like, no, we're not doing any showings till the open house this weekend. And then you, you kind of put your schedule together for Saturday, try to get out to all those homes or Sunday. Yeah. And then come together and say, okay, we're going to make an offer on anything. Yeah. And most of those offers are due by noon or five o'clock on Monday morning. So it's, it's, it's yeah. a hustle. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm actually going to do like a timeline of my whole journey the past year and a half of like and like very much like that like oh I had to get my offer in at this point I could only I only saw it for 10 minutes beforehand yeah. I only got you know You've I'm gonna go through to make a decision if let like everybody know like how that felt as a buyer because I've been pretty vocal on the show about like if you're holding all showings until your one or two hour open house and then your offers are due at 12 o'clock the next day, like it, that's anxiety ridden because Oof. now I'm thinking, now I have to be available because, and let's be honest, like I work seven days a week. Yes, you do. Yes, it's, it's, it's a first world problem, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm not relying on anybody else, like I have to work seven days a week and yeah. be, in order to buy a house. So, you know, to... No, to to have those two hours available to go see a house that I know that fifty plus yeah. other people are going to be. Or you at. walk in the door and there's twenty people already at the yeah. house. You know this it's house is discouraging. Gonna go over oh, yeah. it, it is discouraging. I promise yep. you. Yep. Yep. I agree. So stop doing it. Yeah. So st- <laughs> stop. Please <laughs> stop. I'm sellers. Sell. And, and we're going to jump again because we're going to go into. I think we should go into sellers in the next part of the show. Yeah. But um, when we get sellers, back from the break. Yep. Yeah, but sellers, I feel like. You, if you're ready to sell, you need to make your home available to buyers the minute it goes on the market. Yeah. I think holding all showings till the weekend, it's, you know, let's try to get people. And, and I understand that you can't always be that. The seller schedule. Like a little different living. Seller schedule could fine. just be that tight, small children trying to get pets out of the house, things of that nature. But when you're putting your house on the market, you kind of have to think about these things in advance. Like, what am I going to do with my pets? Where, mm-hmm. where, you know, where are the ch- kids and I going to go? If we get like a last minute showing, is there a playground around that we can go to? Can I do my little bit of grocery shopping? Maybe yeah. go get an ice cream, mm-hmm. something of that nature. Mm-hmm. So that it's not like this stressful, like, pack it up, kids. We're going to get in the car. We're going to get out. Yeah. And sit across the street and watch and wait for people to come up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I get it. There are still it's people hard. that work yeah. from home and, oh, yeah. you know, so it's, it's it's tough, but and I usually can sort of figure out um, like what the dynamic is when I'm seeing a house for myself because like if you they got the whole like setup like you work oh, from yeah. home yeah or like if it's like a weird you know time where you can go see the house it's like it's hard for them to get out which yeah. I have sympathy for it don't get me wrong um, but you know when 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 your buyers are sell. getting discouraged it it's it's a bummer yeah it really is a bummer you yeah. know but and making a five hundred thousand dollar decision in a five minute time frame is it's it, that's it's stressful yeah <laughs> that's really, yeah you really cannot expect somebody to like yeah I'm gonna make an offer and I'm gonna go you know twenty it's grand wild. over it's wild in a five when, minute showing yeah, yeah it's wild when you see a house once 
and yeah. you make a decision <laughs> like that. You're like, God, I hope I love that as much as I thought I yeah. did when yeah. I was in there. So yeah. I almost feel like real, real buyers kind of need that two showing. Like, I want to go back with my mom and dad. I want to go back mm-hmm. with my kids. You know, I, I came in and looked at it. Now I want to go back. I, do, yeah. I, I need that one more yeah. quick All of in. my showings, um, any house that I've actually been really interested in, Mark McNamara has come. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Mark McNamara has come. Sharon McNamara has yeah. come. Um, A lot of the times, all of us have seen the houses. Matt Mahoney. Well. Yeah, yeah, you guys have all seen the houses. Yep. You put in an yep. offer on the house that I um, am purchasing yep. for one of your clients. Yep. And um, Matt Mahoney has seen my houses. Kristen Howlett has seen my houses. Mary, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody's yeah. like, hey, how can we get this all done? But with my house, everybody on the planet was oh putting in an offer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I had, I only had Mark McNamara to talk to because he wasn't <laughs> representing a buyer. He wasn't representing anybody. Um, what did you think of it? I can't what talk did you, to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I called him. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? He's like, you know what? Go for it, kid. Like, we'll be there. We'll be there once, you know, it closes. Yeah, and exactly. we'll figure it out. Yeah. And Perfect. we are. <laughs> Closing. We're closing next week. <laughs> um, it is uh, about halfway through our show, so we're going to take a quick bake break, um, and we will be back. Thanks, Tim. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Is your current living space too small? Are you looking for more room to grow? Do you find yourself making continuous home improvements to fit your current lifestyle needs? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you ready to pay your own mortgage rather than somebody else's? Are you looking forward to living under your own roof? Do you often dream about buying your first home, but you're not sure where to begin? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team, or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace. I'm joined by Tracy Grady. Good morning. And we're winging Again. it. <laughs> it's a winging it Saturday it's morning. It's a winging it Saturday morning. Um, if you do want to join in on the discussion, you can call us at the studio, 781-837-4900. What is this? What music is this? Oh, come on. You know what this is. You've got do a I? Grady in the studio. Oh, the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Theme that was a that was a that was before me. <laughs> no excuses, Stop. Melissa. Stop. No, no, your t- <laughs> well, TV history. Like, Come on. Our, our boss at our other job was said something about like she did a um song. She sang a song about bears. Like go bears, go like it was like a cheerleading thing. Oh yeah. Oh, and she okay. was like, "Where's those? Where's that from?" And I was like, "What?" 
and, <laughs> and our friend Karen was like, said some show, whatever. And then I was like, is that the Brady Bunch? And she's like, yes. And I was like, never seen it. Oh, <laughs> she's like, but you know the song? And I watched it when it was new. Like, oh, there you like go. I was waiting yeah. for new episodes. When it was in the prime. <laughs> yeah. Like when they went to Hawaii. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I could watch that one like a hundred times. And they found the statue, the tiki statue that was cursing them. And they had to get back. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's even, uh, after the TV series went off the air, um, Melissa, there's a couple of movies, too. Oh, God, those are funny. Yeah. And they're they're yeah. great spoof. Yeah, they are. They're really good. Like, the people that they got to play the parts oh, of all of them spot on. were spot, yeah. really? spot on, mm-hmm. dead on. Yeah. It was You hilarious. forget you're not watching Florence Henderson and the rest yes. of them. They're, yes. Yeah, the, the, the costumes, the makeup, Alice. the hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Alice, is, she's terrific, too. She's oh, my gosh. She's great, too. Yeah. And the house, the yep. house itself is so mid-century yeah. modern, oh. and it's... Like the brick, big, huge brick fireplace with like planters inside the house, yeah. Yep. And and the and oh, and then of course the the horse statue, which is what the whole spoof <laughs> is about, is that this stupid horse statue that is in every single episode of the Brady Bunch has just been there forever. Is apparently kind of like the hor- the the dog statue in Friends. Yes. Oh, except- okay. It's yeah. like the Greyhound. Isn't it a Greyhound yes. or something? Yep. Mm. Yes. Except that's, that's the it, only reference I have. <laughs> never part, yeah, it's never part, Yes, it would be similar to that. It's never really part of the show, but in the spoof, it's apparently this like million, multi-million dollar statue that's been sitting in this, Really? Yeah, that's, that becomes part of it. Somebody comes back to get it. My so, mom's texting me, best episode ever, Hawaii. And then she goes, also <laughs> when they went to the amusement park and lost their dad's blueprints. Yes. Oh, oh my God, I forgot about okay. the blueprint one. It was like, on the ride they left the tube oh Oh, no oh my gosh (laughs) and Jim will appreciate that because Jim's dad used to do blueprints back in the day when you did blueprints which was a Mm -hmm. thing yeah that was a real thing no no PDFs or tablets yeah, yeah, no. Just blueprints. Yeah. Good old blueprints. blueprints. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good goodness. for that. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. Oh, you and, have and of to course, watch between the Hawaii. movies and all the all the episodes, at the end of every episode, of course, there's always that wholesome Brady Bunch family message. Yeah, or some life lesson. Life lesson yeah. learned. Yep. Like don't be like, oh my nose. <laughs> right. <laughs> your, mother's gonna, your mother's gonna text right now. She's gonna be like, oh, "I love that episode." Oh my nose! Marsha gets, Mar- gets hit in the face with the football. Oh, oh I know that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. I know that. Okay. All right. Moving oh, on. Moving on. Serious. Yeah. Oh, I could talk Brady Bunch. We could talk Brady Bunch for an hour. You could find a new house oh. for the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Partridge Family Brady Bunch. Yeah. That house got sold actually. The where they at least the one you saw at the beginning of the episodes recently. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, didn't they remodel it? Didn't they do it? Yeah, was I whole, think so. It was on HGTV. Yeah. They yep. actually went yeah. in and redid yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I think Marsha was part of it, Maureen McCormick. Oh, there Marcia. you go. Yeah. Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Well, good for them. Well, I'm glad I'm glad they figured that out. Yeah, know. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, we digress. And yeah, we digress. Okay. I, I do want to say, um, we did mention it on Tuesday um, for our show because Ginny Wandell, who's a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, did the show with me Tuesday night. Um, but And we talked about this. So um, the uh, Patriot Ledger does this thing. It's a 2013. 13. Oh my God! What year this is, is it? What happens at 8:36 <laughs> in the morning? When, 2013. Yeah, honey, no way. You need 2023. More I need more coffee. <laughs> 2023. Um, the official uh, Community Choice Award. Um, there are agents, uh, real estate agents, that are nominated for this, and then people vote. And Ginny Wandel was the number one South Shore realtor. Congratulations, congratulations! Ginny. In the year 2000. 23, not, not to 13. be confused with 2013, although she was selling 
real estate 10 years ago. Um, and then Boston Connect Real Estate won uh, top real real estate agency on the South Shore. Yep. So, yes. Woo, woo. Good That's for us. us. Good for us. Good for <laughs> Ginny. And um, congratulations, Ginny. Woo. Here's claps. <laughs> And once again, it is 2023. It is 2023 if you're waking up this morning. It is not 2013. Uh, my mother, <laughs> don't forget George Glass, Jan's <gasps> fake boyfriend. George Glass. <laughs> <laughs> God, you have started. You, it, did you ever watch Little House on the Prairie? No, that oh, was my mother did. Oh, okay, oh, she rewatched it a couple of years ago, and that's all I would get text messages about. I'm like, I finally had to be like, stop texting me. I have no idea what you're talking, talking about. about. Please <laughs> leave me alone. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, no, never get no. A little bit, but not no. no. Yeah. All right. Sorry, mom. You're alone on that one. Um, so okay. So we talked about anything else with buyers before we move on to sellers. Let's see, buyers, buyers buyers no we're just you know happy love when we get there actually i'd like to bu- give a little shout out to matt and maggie who matt bought and maggie a, matt and maggie just got married oh matt and maggie and got married bought a new house i know and bought a new house i'm giving a little shout out to matt and maggie because they got married uh i think a couple of weeks ago now and i saw the pictures and matt just, maggie got married yep, a couple weeks ago. ago yep and we actually got matt and maggie from here at the office they oh, called in yes yes they matt were an maggie. office referral and we worked with that they were just a joy to mm-hmm. work just mm-hmm. like you just you know when yeah. you just hit it off with people yeah just, i'm so glad that you yep. guys connected it was like a match made in heaven yeah just, and it was because yeah. you were here in the office, yep. you know, when they called and everything, and it just match made in music heaven. heaven. Yes, match made in music heaven. Yes, as we all know, my daughter lives down in Nashville. Hey Taylor, yeah. if you're listening, Hello, still Nashville. It's seven o'clock down there. I'm highly doubting that girl is listening. <laughs> she to commented me on right your now. Facebook she, post. She said, "Okay, that doesn't mean she didn't roll over and go back to sleep." And I wouldn't blame her. Um, but yeah, she works down in the music industry down in Nashville. And then we met Matt and Matt. Maggie, and we found out that Maggie was a lead singer for a band called Co-Pilot. Woo-hoo. And I highly recommend downloading some of their music. It's fantastic. Yeah. And they are just the cutest couple, bought the most adorable house here in Pembroke, and a big congratulations to them yeah, on getting congratulations. married. congratulations. Yep. Matt yep. and Maggie got married. Matt and Maggie got married. Woo. So, yeah. So, and, you know, so buyer clients, we tend to be very friendly with our buyer clients after we get yeah. through. We stay <laughs> in do. touch. Yeah, we stay in touch with our clients. Um, and we usually end up, you know, making a nice friendship with it. So, yeah, I love yeah, that. Buyers I love that are great. And then sellers, um, the sellers. So same thing. <laughs> sellers. <laughs> so it's just going to kind of flip it around. And I'm in so, your house all the yep, time. Yep, so, <laughs> yep. so we're, you know, we um, first meeting with sellers. You need to sign the mandatory relationship form. Yes. Just saying, saying, I'm talking to you about selling your home and that we would like to represent you as your seller agent yeah. as opposed to your buyer agent. So, again, you don't want to sign the form. Don't sign the form. But you click the box that says, I don't want to sign this form. And, I don't want to sign this form. And That's off okay. we go. Yeah. And then off we go. So, don't usually like people usually walk through the front doors of real estate. What do you think I can get for my house? Yeah. And I, I really don't like to do that. And sometimes, sometimes it's even on the phone. I was just going to say, I was just going to say the exact thing. What can same you do for me? Yeah. What do you, so, what do you think my house is worth? Well, I'm sitting here in my house on the phone with you. I haven't seen your house. Uh, so, it's going to be a little tough for me to get, and I, I don't want to throw a number off the top and then, yeah. you know, come back. So, we usually like to go out, do a nice walk through, talk to you about your house, take some notes, then go back and put together a presentation a um, comparative market analysis for other homes that have sold in the past six months that are similar to your home, where it's located, what it looks like, what style home it is, what condition it's in. 
um, and then try to come up with then using the comps of the past six months houses we can usually come up with a really good you know narrow it down to a price point as to what we think we can get a number that we think we can use that might sell quickly if you really you know we just really want to sell our house we're ready to move to florida let's put it on the market let's make it competitive and that's usually when you start getting your multi-bid offers if you're on the lower yeah. side if you just you know i want to get the most because you give a can. range you, you we usually give, give a range, range. Yeah. and and ultimately it's the seller's decision what yep. to put the house on the market but you your job is to give them a range of what you believe the market value is. Yep. And that, and that's after taking time to walk through. But usually people are really, they really want to know what you think they, you know, we can, we, what we think we can get for their home and get it ready to go on the market. And then we usually do walk through and we're usually pretty critical um, about the house. And it doesn't mean that we don't think your house is lovely or we don't think that you take a great job in, you know, keeping your house neat and clean. But there's a difference between living in your home and selling your home. Yeah. Um, some things need to be, you know, you need to declutter is a big word that everybody uses. You need to declutter, depersonalize. You kind of want to, you want to leave enough furniture so that people can picture what their furniture would look like. But you don't want to overwhelm them with a lot to look at yeah a lot of tchotchkes and things of that nature countertops really need to be cleaned off pictures personal pictures really need to be taken down um and then we'll go through and be like this is another one that's really tough to say to people but you might need a deep clean in your house and that doesn't mean that we think that your house is not clean yeah and it's really hard to say that to somebody that you know you're looking around and you're like places that you don't see all the time like behind the couches and windows that haven't been washed in a while you really you know we recommend getting a deep cleaning company to come in and just do a once over for you yeah i think that's important that and it again doesn't mean my house oh my god no it's just i would need a deep clean <laughs> there's just spots that you just don't get to all the time and yeah. now now that the kids aren't there you've got a big house and this is what a lot of people are facing now is that you've got this big house yeah i don't really need all these rooms anymore i want to put my house on the market yeah. and downsize well, and those rooms don't always get the how many times have you heard are you selling your house ever since your kids left oh. because your house is a your, your big house it's a big house big yeah. house for two people it's a lot but now Edna. you've made money yeah <laughs> and and has her own bedroom for god's sake so that still leaves us two rooms <laughs> now you are you've you know made improvements to your home to um age in place yes. and you yeah. know but if someone came by and was like i'll give you five billion dollars you'd be like <laughs> sign me up pack it up jim let's get a pod where's your agency disclosure <laughs> let me get an agency disclosure form right out of my backside mm. here we go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep so, yeah so. yep yeah we made some improvements to our house new kitchen we did add a pool um, just, you know, fence, a beautiful deck on the back. So we, we are planning on hoping to go someday down to Nashville to be closer to our kids somewhere or D.C., whatever. Yeah, um, yeah don't forget you got another one in D.C. I got another one in D.C. Yeah, he's coming home this week, though. Yeah, yeah, he's Ooh. coming home. Um, so when that time comes, we think we've put the money where we think we will get the most back for our house. Yeah. So, I mean, kitchens and people aren't lying, baby. Kitchens and bathrooms do sell houses because those are things that people know they're going to spend the most amount of money on. And if they're already done for them, then their price is going to be a little higher. If they're yeah. thinking they're redoing it, their price is going to be a little yeah. buyers are yeah. going to think, I need to put 20 grand aside because I need to replace two bathrooms. Yeah. Or I need to put 40 grand aside because I want to blow out this kitchen and put in the kitchen of my dreams. Yeah. So that, it does make the difference. Hardwood floors are another one. I mean, like, well, you're, you're going to do your hardwood floors. Yes. 
So yep. yep, you're going to do your hardwood floors when you move in. I sometimes recommend, it depends on what condition the floors are in. If I think that yeah. it's worth your money to do the hardwood floors, that you'll get money back. Yeah. Or when the people move in, I always think it's better to have the buyer do the hardwood floors because when you start moving all your stuff out, it's inevitable. Big yeah. appliances or yeah. things that are going to move yeah. across the floor is going to maybe do some damage. Yeah, but, so. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm having. I'm. I'm, and it's amazing what like it's going to like my house for example will feel like a different house after because I'm having it painted yep. and doing the floors over. There's one room that has carpet, um, so I'm replacing the carpet, but everything else is hardwood, and I'm you know having them refinished, and it's going to feel like you know feel my like new house. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you doing your woodwork too? Are you do? Are you the trim? Yes. No, I'm leaving it for now because they're the the wood paneled room. Yep. Um, I'm leaving that for okay. now, so I'm gonna tie that in. But I didn't want to make a rash decision mm -hmm. to paint it because it's something that either I can have the painter come back and do eventually, or I can do it myself. The the wood trim. I have a Jim Grady come. I in can have a Jim Grady come, come in, in. But um, some I like he the, does I great like woodwork. The, um, I like the look of the wood. You know, I oh. like a darker wood and stuff like that. So I'm gonna live with it for a little while and then make think. my decision later yeah um so for now i'm just doing the walls the cabinets and the kitchen ceilings. taking down yeah ceilings taking down um there's a chair <laughs> chair rail in gym, the kitchen jim rolling over <laughs> like she better be doing those ceilings yes that's doing like one the of his ceilings. he's yeah. like do your ceilings if you're gonna paint a room do the ceiling yep. because doing the ceiling um yeah there's just some little things that i'm doing um you know the the painting the cabinets having the and changing out all the hardware um take there's a chair rail i'm taking that down yep. um you know and um there's like a brick wall type thing <laughs> it's, it's not real but um oh that's right it's around the slider i'm yep. having that painted um just to bring some texture into that yep. room um and you know i'll i'm leaving the wood trim for now yeah. everyone's like oh are you painting oh, it white commitment. and i was like i want i don't want i also Maybe. think that it brings character and I like character. Like I like something that's a little bit different. Yep. And you know, so I'll live with it for a little bit. Woodwork is a commitment. Yeah, because it's um, well, you don't do oil-based paint anymore. They have a new paint, but it, you need to use the right paint for woodwork. Yeah. That's and it's a, yeah, it's a lot. And I realized that um, going up the stairs, it's it's all panels. So you could just take the panels down right there if I, if you wanted to, because it'll be a little dark in the foyer. But honestly, it was the, it was so hard picking a paint color. <laughs> My gosh, I I did seven swatches. I painted seven swatches oh, myself, yeah. and I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going with. Um, but yeah, no. it's it's amazing, like the no. little things that will make a big difference, you know. And from personal experience, I'm glad I'm doing it myself because it it's mine. Yeah. Like I'm doing it the way that I wanted to do it. Yep. You know, You're making if, it your own. If you know, I'm doing. Um, you know, I'm having the the floors. They're red oak. I'm having them sanded and then poly. I'm not doing um, a stain. I so like red oak as well. So um. if somebody came in, like if if the seller decided that they wanted to do the floors and they did the stain and you know, or they were like too light or yellow, yeah. then like that would have changed the way that I felt in the house. Like, as exactly. weird as that sounds, yeah. it's like it's not really my style. I didn't really pick that. Yeah, yeah, it's not really my thing. But you don't want to do them over again either because yeah. they would just done so yeah I, you know. yeah so some things are there it's fine to leave to the buyers because yeah. there's a lot of buyers out there like me where like we want to put our own touches on it carpet's we want, another big yeah. one 
don't replace your carpet, even yeah. if it's not, even if it just, you know, vacuum it, try to make it look as bright as possible, because almost every buyer that comes into your house is going to replace, gonna your replace carpet, it anyways. they're not going to believe that you replaced it anyway. Yeah. Because there's just something yeah. about carpet that people Plus, don't like. you know, use I'm carpet. putting it, there's one room that has carpet. I'm putting it in a room that has a slider. So now yep. in my head, I have to decide, am I going to be using that slider a lot? Because if so, that's going to be a high traffic area. I'm fortunate enough that on the other side of the slider, there's also a door yeah. in the kitchen. So, like, I will probably use the door in the kitchen more yep. than I will use the slider. slider. I'll probably use the slider more as, like, a window. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I don't have to have, like, a high-traffic, you know, carpet in there. Nope. Because that's going to be my lounge. That's, you her know? that's her... That's Zoe's room. <laughs> that's Zoe's room. I will be putting the cat tree in there. <laughs> um, but, you know, that that's something, you know, that, that Again, I like that I like. I get to have that decision, yep. you know. Yep. So. so some things have to be left up to the buyer. So um, so again, when we go in for people's housing, they're getting ready to put it on the market. A deep clean goes a long way. Um, don't fix things that if we tell you you don't need to do it, we're, we're being honest. We're not, you know, trying to get it for a lower, you know, we're not trying to put it on for a lower price because they're just things that buyers want to do themselves. Um what else can we talk about with sellers? <laughs> what um, else can we talk, talk about? about with sellers? So again, we talked about the open houses and try to make yourself as available. Try to make, I shouldn't say yourself, try to make your house as available as possible that you physically can do that works with your schedule because buyers do want to get in multiple times, probably at least twice to see it because they don't want to share it with mom, dad, kids, whatever the case may be. And mm -hmm. hopefully you get, not every time you're going to get a bidding war. Some houses do sit especially in this market, for a little bit of time. But usually, you got to remember, buyers come on the market every single day. So just because somebody didn't look at it last weekend doesn't mean five new buyers aren't coming on the market this weekend and it's their ideal property. Yeah. So you got you kind of got to roll with what's going on in the market. Yeah. It, it, it is true. You, you just sort yeah. of have to trust the that process. you hired yeah. <laughs> a real estate professional. And yeah. that's why it's so important to do this full time yes yep you need to you know and we i think everybody here does a great job of marketing their properties we we try to get them on social media we print up um beautiful flyers so people can take it with them and it reminds them what the house looked like what the you know what the details of the house are yeah. um social media is huge right now so open houses try to make them as available as possible and then usually you get the right you get the right buyer in you get the right price and yeah and off you go off you go we are yep we just uh, sold a house in Hanson actually we're closing on a house in Hanson and it took us a little while to get it I mean it it it's a, a unique property it's far off the road so it's a retreat lot not everybody wanted but they're doing a fantastic job they're packing everything up and they're moving to Georgia. And new buyer is so excited, can't wait you to get so in. You have so many clients that are, like, moving out of state. We are in that, well, we are in that downsizer age category where, you know, people ask us all the time, like, what are you keeping that big house for? You really should sell it and downsize it. But the other point with that is that, where are you going to go? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the house prices are high. I mean, you could sell, obviously, we bought it on the low side and we're going to sell it on the higher side, but everything else is also high. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and we're definitely not... For us, condo is not the living that we would be okay with, so that we definitely have to move to a house, and I think we're probably ready to move to a different part of the 
you know, check out a different part of the country. Yeah. Which is what I feel like a lot of people are doing these days. And a lot of people's kids have moved out of state. Yeah. And they want to follow their kids. Like if Taylor and Duran decide to have kids somewhere down the line, I'm going to want to be there. Jim and I are going to want to be there cool. with them. So yeah, you got to bring be, Jim too. Yeah, I got to bring Jim. <laughs> and Edna. So I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to Nashville. You can stay here. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's true. And plus, like I said, you've had a lot of clients move out of state, yep. like recently. Um, and you know, it, it's just where you're at in your life. Like, you know, whether you're moving locally or out of state, you know, it again, it is so important to have a full time realtor looking, yes. looking yes. for you, trying to help you. And that's enough. And then when the sell, you know, you sell the house and let's say you want to stay up here, that's another whole act in itself of you need to be an active buyer as well as you're being an active seller so that you find something that you can move into yeah. so that you can, you know, get out and, and move to your new place and be comfortable and have the time. That's a time schedules get really tight between yeah. seller and buyer. When you're selling your home and buying something locally, you know, you got to. Yeah. Well, with mine, I got a clear to close a week early. And we were like, oh, you want to close early? And um, the seller decided to keep the same closing date because, in which I totally respect because it. It was her house since 1964, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I never want to rush anybody out just because I'm ready. You know, you I'm just got to, you got to, <laughs> you got to take the time to say goodbye. Yes. And, you, you know, when you do. raise a family and have a home with your husband, you know, it's just, I totally memories get it. Upon memories, memories upon memories. Yep. Um, and, you know, like I said, everybody has a different journey, whether they're moving locally or, or out of state oh, and stuff. Of, but. Yep. yep. So it's a, it, and that's why you need a professional real estate agent because they kind of take that burden off of you. They handle the scheduling and they keep you informed as to, you know, where we're at with everything, mortgages, making sure paperwork gets signed, making sure final water readings get done, fire inspections get done. Oil in the gas, oil in the tank is, you know, trying to figure that all out. That's really the responsibility of keeping a task list is yeah. your real estate agent. So yeah. you want somebody that's going to be looking out for you. Yeah. Looking out for you. I don't know. I just came up with that. <laughs> that's my little jingle. That's a little ditty. Looking out for you. <laughs> little ditty. Little ditty. <laughs> um, I love that song. I know. It's it one makes of my, me happy. Yep. Um, okay, wrapping up this, because I do have a couple open houses to be talking about, and I want to give you the opportunity to give your contact information out again to everybody. Final thoughts, last-minute things that you want to talk about, whether it's buyers, sellers, anything with the real estate. What's going on with you? How are you? I'm great. Everything's <laughs> just great. It's great. How, you know, how's life? So lucky we get to work together at a rest yeah. at a local restaurant here in yeah. Pembroke. Can we say yeah. that name? Or is that yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, we work at Christina's work in at Pembroke. Christina's in Pembroke. Yeah, so come on, come on by and say hi to us. Come on by. Come it's, on by. It's prime rib night. Yeah, prime rib. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're working tonight. I work there. I work there on the weekends, and Tracy does a couple nights during the week. So, um, we just love being around each other. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Tracy, we're in each other's. Tracy back got pockets. me the job there three years ago. Um, I was only going to be there for a couple months. So, you know, one shift a week, and here I am three years later, and I got three shifts, <laughs> and three I'm shifts, picking functions. up all the functions, holidays, everything, and um, it's great. I, yeah. I love working there. You love working there. It's and just, we're going to be. 
together tonight. And we're going to be together We're both going to be there tonight, so you can come in yeah. and say hi. Yeah, come say hi. I do have a couple people who know that I work there that listen to the show, and they've come in, and um, they've, they, they've been like, who did you have on? Someone's out, like, you know, the mold guy, this person, and I give their contact information. They've like, the plumber. I'm like, that's Mark McNamara. That's Mark McNamara. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the plumber? Who's the plumber? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've given Mark's number out and everything. And um, also, somebody once asked, um, who made the sign on the on your truck? <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, let me text Mark McNamara and see who made the sign. So, um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, are we going to go through the list of open houses? Or do yeah. you just want my final thoughts? I want okay. your final thoughts, and then I'll do the open houses. Yep. Well, my final thoughts are... Please use a professional real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they'll make sure that your transactions go smoothly. We uh, we love working with buyers and sellers here at Boston Connect Real Estate. We, um, I think, we pride ourselves in doing great for both. Oh, sorry, we have a question. Oh. Janet on Facebook, how long do you stay with an agent if your house isn't selling? Oh, that's an excellent. Well, usually we normally sign a contract for six months. Um, because by the time you get the house on the market, pending if the things are changing. Um, I don't necessarily think you have to change. You have to understand the market. And if, you're, if your agent isn't there, is not another big thing, answer your telephone calls. Yeah. We pride ourselves on taking our club. We are always available for our clients 24 hours a day. Um, sometimes if your house isn't selling, it's not necessarily the agent's fault. You might need to rethink your pricing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at six months, I'm... It, myself as a seller's agent if six months in and your house isn't selling then yeah i i wouldn't blame you for going to somebody else or at least getting somebody else to come in and maybe you're not going to renew your contract with me yeah i'd get maybe a couple of real estate agents to come in give you another cma analysis see where the market's at and if they seem to be more proactive i certainly i mean i would hate to see somebody walk away but i would not um, I would not fault you for it, but yeah. we usually sign a contract for six months. Well, I would also sort of evaluate why why it's yeah. not selling. Yeah. So, is it price? Is it location? Is it a specific type? Like, it might be an antique, and you know that's a specific buyer. It, yeah. it, there's so many different factors um, for why a house wouldn't sell. Yeah. Um, but right now, we're not really seeing a lot of things sitting on the market. No, you not know? for long periods. Not of time. for long periods. And at six months, and I would hope that your real estate agent is staying in touch with you, like. We talk to our clients after every open house, so we're talking, yeah. so you know what we're seeing. We we give feedback from whatever the buyers that are walking through are saying. Even the positives, the negatives, the negatives are hard to say, but you have to, and that's why yeah. people give us feedback too, yeah. and they'll say, well, my client didn't like it because of this, this, and yeah. this. And we share that with the seller in hopes to make improvements to say, okay, well, we probably need to do something about this, whether it be landscaping or yeah. a bad set of stairs or something that just really yeah. sticks out. Oh. Uh-oh. Wrapping up, you have an open house tomorrow. We have an open house tomorrow at 120 Roller Coaster Road in Hanson. Jim is going to be there from 11 to 1230. Brand new construction, beautiful colonial, two-car garage, three bedrooms, two and a half baths on a lovely, quiet side street. Please yes. come and visit. Go, come and visit Jim. Come and visit Jim. <laughs> come and visit Jim. Sharon and Mary have cushion trails in Hanson, 10 to 12 today and tomorrow. That's every Saturday and Sunday. And they also have um, Cochise Estates in West Bridgewater every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3. And then Donna and Nadine have a new listing, um, 71 Conlin Ave in Franklin. That is tomorrow from 12 to 2.30. All of our open houses are on bostonconnect.com. Listen to any of our past shows, talkrealestateroundtable.com or your podcast app, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. 
Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you so I much. I love not having, having a plan with you. I know it's so <laughs> And here we are at nine o'clock. And, and we're we still and now we're like <laughs> rushing, like, oh my gosh, we didn't oh, get to this stuff. You know, when you asked Mike to tie it up, I'm like, oh we have time to do it. Yeah, well there we go. We had time. We did it. Thank you so much everybody for listening. Tim, have a great rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Would you be W-A-T-T-F-M Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.